after the Mittal Rebbe's Istalkus, the Hasidim didn't really know who would succeed him as Rebbe. Now, the Mittal Rebbe's own sons, he had a son, Reb Menachem Nachem, who was the older one, and Reb Baruch. And there was also other sons-in-law. He had daughters also. They all refused to become Rebbe. Telling all the Hasidim to appoint their brother-in-law, Harab Menachem Mendel, instead as Rebbe. And a delegation, a group, of 18 outstanding Hasidim. So they came to Harab Menachem Mendel and informed him that it had already been publicized among all the Hasidic communities throughout Russia that he was the new Rebbe. And they were hopeful that this fact would help in convincing him to accept the, to become the next Nasi. But Harav Menachem Mendel would not hear of it. And he repeatedly told him, he said, either go to his, my uncle, the Alter Rebbe's second son, Harav Chaim Avram, and ask him to become Rebbe. If he says no, then they should go to one of his two brothers-in-law, like the Mittler Rebbe's sons, or his other brother-in-law, Rabbi Adam of, of uh, Kremenchuk, who was one of the Mittler Rebbe's uh, sons-in-law. But all of them, including his uncle, Harav Chaim Avram, they all said no, and they sent the Hasidim back to Harav Menachem Mendel. And they kept going back and forth. This went on for six months that year. And now that we already know the Chabad Minug is, we've said this by the the story of Rabbi um, Parcher, that Shvuis is when all the Rabbanim come to Lubavitch, which is why it is called Chag. Who remembers what it's called? Chag? Ha? Matzois. Because Matzois stands for, is Meirei Tzedek, meaning Rabbanim. So, so many of the Rabbanim, they can't come for Pesach and Sukkot and Rosh Hashanah because they are busy. With the, they have to answer Shilas in their own community. But Shavuos, there's no Shilas to answer. So that's when all the Rabbanim came as well as, well as many Elter Hasidim. And that year, it was 1828, they all came, not just coming to go to Lubavitch, they were all coming to convince the Harav Menachem Mendel to become, to accept the Nasiyas, to become the next Rebbe. And the Chassid Repetit Schein related that during one of the meetings of the Rabbanim had, that they had with uh, Harav Menachem Mendel, he said, Shemayim put a thought in my mind and I said, I can show you a specific medrash that clearly shows that right now after the Istalkos of your father-in-law, you and only you are the rightful successor to the Alter Rebbe. And he said, oh, you, you can't take a medrash lightly. You know, the, the Samachalik said this. So, so let's see what you have to say. Say what you have to say. And I'll listen. I'll hear what you have to say. And the repetit said, on one part it says, if a woman gives birth to a male, then the medrash says that a man, from a man comes out a daughter. Meaning that's how your mother was born. Her father was the Alter Rebbe. And then the Pasa continues, and a woman gives, brings out a son. That's your mother gave birth to you. So you are the successor of the Alter Rebbe. And Harab Menachem Mendel entered into a state of dveikus, and he was quiet for a short time, experiencing that 14 years earlier his grandfather said, 
the same exact thing to him. He remembered that. And he then said, agreed, on condition that the Hasidim don't burden me with questions that, that call for guidance and Gashmias things. I only want to deal with Ruchnias. Yeah? Yes. Now, even though the middle of the Rebbe was Rebbe in between, but the Tzemach Tzedek basically, uh, the Tzemach Tzedek was the successor in line to be the next Rebbe of the Chassidim. Anyways, going weiter. So the Chassid Rebbe Hill Parcher, who was also there at the time, so he said the Chassidim are waiting to hear a Maimer Chassidus, because only a Rebbe can say a Maimer Chassidus. And he indicated that he agrees. And in a flash, word spread out like wildfire among all the Hasidim that Harav and Achamendel, the Tzemach Tzedek, had accepted the Nasius, and everybody was dancing around, rejoicing. And less than an hour later, it was announced that the Rebbe would be saying Hasidis very shortly in the shul, and everybody runs to the shul, trying to get as close to the bima as possible in order to hear the mimer clearly. I remember like uh, in 770 for, for Rosh Hashanah, so they, they kick everybody out in order to clean the floors and set it up and all that stuff. And, and, they, um, and they, they lock the doors. So about, they open the doors about an hour and 15 minutes before Mincha is supposed to start. So I was a bacher. Obviously, a married person, it's very hard for him to go there early. And you have wife and kids, you know, you have to stuff to you have a house to take care of. But as a bacher, you have no real responsibilities. So I was waiting there. And it, was, it started to, I, I was one of the first people waiting there. And it started to get like more and more packed. And then comes a certain time, and all of a sudden, all the doors get unlocked at the same time, and everybody runs to the front of the shul. You want to get as close to the front as possible, right? So, can I know how a similar thing was going on over here? Now, um, after a short time, the Tzemach Tzedek comes in wearing his white clothing and uh, that he inherited from his grandfather, the Alter Rebbe. Um, now, in general, what we see in the pictures, the Tzemach Tzedek is wearing white, right? The Alter Rebbe wore white, the, uh, the, the Mittler Rebbe wore white, and I think even the Rebbe Maharash wore white, but I'm not sure about the Rebbe Maharash, but for sure the four three, three Rebbes, they wore white on Shabbos. Um, what, for whatever reason, the Tzemach Sadek's picture, is, it was, when it was made, it was made with him wearing his white clothing. Anyway, so he comes in wearing his white clothing, and um, after sitting on a special chair that was placed on the bima for him, like a platform, he said a mimer, the world stands on three things. Now this was the same mimer that he heard from the Alter Rebbe when he was almost four years old. Now who was at that original mimer when the Alter Rebbe said it? No. Rebbe Isaac Humler. Remember he was young and he said, oh this little kid's going to hear? And the Alter Rebbe in the middle of the mimer said, don't worry, you'll see that he hears. And no one understood what he meant. Oh. But the, the Rebbe Isaac uh, Humbler knew he, the, the Rebbe was talking to him, but he didn't know what the Rebbe meant. And now, 34 years later, the Tzemach Selig says that exact mimer. And he was just shocked out of his mind. And in the middle of the, he's thinking, wow, the Rebbe, meaning the Tzemach Selig now, is showing me his tremendous ability that he remembers something from the age of four. What was the, when was the, the last time he, saw, he thought something like this about while the Rebbe saying a mimer, what happened? The Alter Rebbe stopped the mimer and, and said something. And to Rebbe Isaac's astonishment, just as the Alter Rebbe stopped the middle of the mimer to, 
to basically talk to him without anyone realizing it. That Samach Sadiq does the same thing. And he, he stops the mimer and he says, shame, like shame on you. How can you suspect the Yid of doing that? What am I supposed to do? My Zayda, the Alter Rebbe, right? Is standing here and instructing me to repeat this mimer. And he then continued the mimer the, the same way the Hasidim were shocked three, like 30 years earlier, basically, when, when the Alter Rebbe said the mimer. Um, the, the, and the Alter Rebbe stopped in the middle. And no one had a clue what he was talking about. So over here also, all the chassidim were like, what is it? Like no one had a clue except Rabbi Isaac, Rabbi knew exactly who the Rebbe was talking to. And after the Rebbe finished the mimer, so he leaves the base madrish and the chassidim joyfully saying negunim. And, and they, 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 mom is dancing for hours, dancing, singing. So at first, the Tzemach remained very strong in his uh, decision what he said in the beginning, that he's not getting involved in answering any Shilas of Gashmias. Um, now, and even when someone wanted guidance in a Ruchdiyas Dika thing, he said, don't come straight to the Rebbe. First go to Mashpim and see if they could help you. And, and only then, you know, you can come to the Rebbe. But the Chassidim started arguing with him and said, your holy father-in-law also learned all, a lot of time. He, he told the Chassidim the reason he can't do Yechidah so much is because he, doesn't, he learns, he learns. He said, oh, your, your father-in-law also learns all, you know, all day and yet he still found time for the Chassidim to have Yechidah. And the Tzermach Sadek says, how do you compare me to my father-in-law? He was so great that from the time he entered the shul until he walked to his place where he sat in shul, he reviewed an entire Masechta by heart. Meaning, he said this as if to say, I can't do that, so I need more time to learn because he could learn faster than me. So he doesn't need as much time in learning. However, after a short uh, period of time, he did begin accepting people in Yechidus and answering their, their Ruchnius Shailas at first. Uh, sometimes he would even answer their questions in Gashmius things. However, a lot of times he told them first go to one of the, we spoke about, um, we spoke about this in the, in the, in the, in the Hill of Pirate book, but basically, the Tzemach Sadek created a committee of five. The committee of five Hasidim, that they would be the ones who would be like the go-between between the Rebbe and the Hasidim. So he said, go to them and see if they could, uh, they could, they could help. So the, the committee had five great Rabbanim. There was Rabbanach Mordechai of Babroisk, Reb Isaac Humler, who we just spoke about, Reb Hillel Parcher, who we, are, we know a lot about him, and Reb Peretzchein, of Beshenkovitz. And also there was the Chassid Reb Moshe Meisels of Vilna, the famous spy. Now when he, when he became, when, when this became public knowledge, the Chassidim understood that uh, they should present their questions to, the, to these Rabbanim first, and only with their agreement did they, did they uh, go into Yechidus with the Rebbe, if, if they said, we can't help you. Now because of this precaution, the government could never connect the Rebbe with any of his many activities over the course of his Nasius because the Rebbe never came out and publicly spoke about against this or against that. The Rebbe always said, I can't help you, go to the committee. Meanwhile, the Rebbe was telling the committee exactly what to do, exactly what to say, but the government couldn't prove that. Um, and, and not only that, but a lot of times the Rebbe told the committee members to say things like, 
Oh, it's so terrible that the Rebbe can't get involved. There's nothing we can do except to dive into Hashem. Meanwhile, the Rebbe was getting really involved and the Rabbanim were getting involved, but nobody could know about that because who knew who was spies, who was not spies. And this way, it protected the Rebbe from ever getting in trouble or arrested or anything like that. 